in a world where every diet you know is wrong. Well, not every diet. I mean... Yes, but almost every doesn't sound as good. Yeah, but... Shut up. One man stands alone. Well, not completely. I mean... It's time for Adam Martin, the No Breakfast Guy. And let's talk fast. Fasting, fitness, and fat loss. What's going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'm your host, Adam Martin, more commonly known as the No Breakfast Guys, and I bring this podcast to you as I'm away on a family vacation up north in the Gold Coast. I'm here primarily because I was racing in the Gold Coast half marathon this weekend, and this is pretty much what this podcast is all about. Um, And I'm going to be upfront and honest that uh, this podcast was always geared to be for this particular time now and whether I was able to do what I achieved today or didn't achieve today I wanted to talk about it anyway and there would have been two directions it would have taken that you just keep plugging on and you keep trying if I failed in today's attempt or why you should keep following and pushing forward to achieve a goal if I did achieve uh, my goals today so This one uh, is going to be a rather short one today, guys, because I want to spend the time with my girls. We're due to go out for dinner tonight. It's currently 4.45 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. I've been resting up and recovering and just kind of enjoying the time with my girls. Today, we played in the park, went for a nice walk along the beach. The weather actually turned somewhat better this afternoon. The trip hasn't really been the best this time of year. Normally up in the Gold Coast, it's beautiful. It's normally kind of low 20s to even mid 20s in winter time, and there's normally no rain. Um, that's why they pretty much hold the event at this time of the year. But this entire week has been pouring down rain most days, and it was no different today. It basically poured down rain in the race, but let me get into that in a little bit later. But um, so yeah, the kind of you'll see from the title of what this podcast is that um, you'll probably already guessed, and many of you coming to listen to this podcast probably saw that uh, I announced that I finally achieved my goal. And so, as I said, the title of this podcast—I'm not exactly sure what it's going to be. You will kind of currently see it, but as I'm saying this now, I'm not too sure what I'll call it. But it'll be something along the lines of why you should never give up on the goals that you wish to achieve, uh, and that uh, no matter what happens to you, whether you be punched in the face, whether you get knocked down whether you fail, whether you want to give up, whatever it might be, that you should just keep pushing forwards. And I want to kind of give a little bit of kind of insight into my mental space and my head space over the last uh, couple of years um, in trying to attempt this goal. And when I first uh, wanted to go for this goal and then kind of the dark place that I got in late October last year when um, I had a a big failed attempt uh, at the Melbourne Half Marathon and kind of where I went through and what I went through over the next few months uh, to then really feel quite proud of myself, to be honest, to be in this place right now and actually giving this podcast to say that I achieved the goal. And I've had so many uh, messages come through Instagram today, um, which have just filled my heart with absolute warmth that you guys um are invested in this journey with me as well and that you send your congratulations and your well wishes and the messages before the race saying good luck for tomorrow and all those kinds of things. Um, It just makes me feel so loved um, that you guys are out there supporting me on this journey uh, and right there right beside me kind of wishing me on and wishing me well. It certainly uh, 
those voices and those messages and well wishes were certainly with me on the race today and they have been with me along this entire journey uh, and knowing that uh, there are people out there like yourselves and the amazing community that we have here at the No Breakfast Club community. Um, it just, it really is a special place and um, I know it's a place of loving and warmth and support and all those good things and um, you know I'm, I'm hoping that that kind of feeling comes across to you guys as well, that uh, you're not in this alone, that uh, not only am I there but there are many hundreds and thousands of hundreds and thousands, not hundreds of thousands, <laughs> uh, that's Hopefully one to come in the future, but um, hundreds and thousands of you out there that we're just one big community of people who care for each other, that are here to support each other, and that should you ever need any help, you can call upon anyone, and you know that I'm always here to help uh, You know, lend my advice and lend my kind words of encouragement if that can be of uh, assistance to you, and I certainly felt that from the community today. This was certainly a, you know, a selfish thing on my behalf. It was all about me today and um, you know, to have that support coming in from you guys um, to really make me feel special was really good. So again, a massive thank you to all of you. But to kind of go into, I guess, what the title of this podcast is all about and to why you should never give up on the goals that you wish to achieve. And it kind of, I guess, comes, I mean, it's, it's a mantra that I talk about all the time uh, in that you need to just keep pushing on. And, you know, and I guess most of the time this is leading towards, you know, fat loss goals. Um, and if you have a slip up with your, your eating that particular day or that weekend or you're out and you binge or you, you know, have an unplanned meal or you just completely fall off the wagon and you find yourself a couple of days or a week or a month of just unsolicited just binging and eating and not paying any attention whatsoever to your health and well-being and your nutrition and your exercise and all those kinds of things this is usually where this advice comes from where i just continue to say that you just need to get back on track that not one single meal can mess up all that hard work you've done and not one whole weekend not one whole week and not even one month that if you are consistent over the long term and when i'm talking long term i'm talking your life i think so many people even even i mean i'm probably even guilty of it in saying that you know long term could be a year or two years but at the end of the day it's actually your entire life and when you look at the kind of grand scheme uh, of this journey that you're going to be on even if you're in your 50s or 60s you've probably got still 30 or 40 years left uh, in your life to kind of continue to put time and energy and effort into your well-being and if you're in your 20s you potentially got 60 70 80 years left in your life so you've got a long time on this planet and you need to understand that you know even a week or a month to be honest even a year out of your kind of whole entire life is not going to make any iota of a difference at the end as long as you continue to put the effort in put the energy in and never, ever, 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 ever give up on you and your health being your absolute number one priority. So that's where that kind of message originally comes from. But we're going to flip the switch and say, for any kind of physical endeavors, as well as fat loss uh, endeavors, academic endeavors, you know, new skill learning endeavors, whatever the kind of task is that's at hand that you're trying to reach towards at the moment i want you to understand that you are always going to have slip ups along the way you are always going to have times where you second guess yourself you're always going to have times where you're not too sure is 
all of this effort even worth it? What's the point? Is the goal that I'm trying to achieve worth all this effort? And I'm here to say absolutely 100% it is that no matter what the goal is that you're trying to achieve, whether that's a five kilogram loss, a 100 kilogram loss, whether you want to learn the guitar, learn French, run a sub 100 minute marathon, a half marathon, whether it's to run your very first half marathon, whatever the time might be, or marathon, any endeavor that you're trying to do that is bettering you in some way, as I said, physical, skill-based, fat loss, whatever it might be, is absolutely worth your time. All of those early mornings, those long nights, those hours of you know, repeated efforts of whatever it is that you're trying to do that are going to send you forwards to reaching a goal is absolutely worth it for two main reasons that kind of come to my mind. Number one and f- first and foremost is that you should always be trying to better better yourself and no matter what you're doing, even if you don't reach that actual goal, whatever that goal might be, taking the steps and being present with the processes that will take you towards that will lead you in a direction that's taking you in a positive direction. And so that's a big key that so many of us start off with a particular goal in mind and starting to put in processes that move you forwards actually might take you into a completely different direction that you never even thought of or kind of contemplated in the beginning that could be could be completely far away from what your actual initial goal was but the fact is that if you hadn't started that process you wouldn't have started moving forward and you'd still be where you were one week, one month, one year ago when you started to kind of put in those processes. And I, I can kind of relate to that in the whole no breakfast guy in that I started the no breakfast guy Instagram channel pretty much the first couple of weeks of my time away in France. And I've spoken about this before, so I won't go into too much detail, but my my goal was basically to answer the questions that I was getting time and time again, uh, because in my book, as many of you have read, I give out my personal email, and what I get is, in the beginning, it was much, much more frequent. These days, a lot of the questions come through Instagram themselves, but in the beginning, I was getting a lot of questions, because in the book, I said, look, if you need some help, if you need a question answered, send me them to my personal email address, and I'm more than happy to Uh, answer those questions and while my publisher said that's a stupid idea because you would be sitting there just answering questions all the time I wanted to do that and I wanted the book to be you know a kind of two-way process not just here's my book read it and accept it if you had any questions or any queries I wanted to be there in support for you and so questions started coming through a lot of very similar questions were coming through I thought well let me start making a place where I can answer these questions I can just direct people to them and say hey go and check out my Instagram page. I answer these questions in much more detail that I can do here uh, for you now. If you have a look through them and you've still got questions, of course, come back and ask me questions. And so the kind of that was the kind of meaning towards why I started that Instagram page in the first place. And it is where it is now. And I would never have ever thought I would be speaking to thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people every single day on my Instagram story documenting my life, sharing my journey, sharing the answers that I talk to with regards to people sending me their DMs and people getting the 
kind of you know insight to kind of how they can start their own journey and lose weight start fasting using you know all the things that we talk about and I answer in those questions to help them on their journey I never thought that I now get five to six dms a day from people saying Adam I've been doing x y and z because you talked about this or you said that um, this is the way to go, or your encouraging words, or your good mornings, or your let's goes, or whatever it might be, you know, helped that person spark their kind of journey into action. And having seen them lose five kilos, 20 kilos, 50 kilos, I've seen some incredible transformations. And it's just so, as I said, I could never have thought two years ago in June of 2017 when I just started answering some questions on my Instagram. Um, page that I'd be where I am now and helping the amount of people that I do and getting the kind of huge amount of encouragement that I, I got from this race. You know, I, I now have friends all over the world and I count every single one of you now listening in on this podcast and every single one of you do, who tune into my Instagram page each day and look at my content, be that a post or be that a story or whatever it might be. I consider you all friends, and I know that's a cheesy thing to say, but I absolutely, to my core and to my heart, believe that. And to that, I'm about to actually go out for dinner in the next hour with one of you guys who was up here running the marathon this weekend. I've I've known Laura now um, for probably close to six to 12 months. Um, We met at a meetup that I did in Sydney last year. Um, She's been to Melbourne because her mum lives in Melbourne, and so I know her mum and I know uh, Laura and she's into running and so we have that common um, common ground there. She did the marathon today so I'm really interested to see how she went in the marathon today but we're meeting up for dinner. My wife and Amy uh, and Amelia are coming along to that dinner. Uh, Laura's mum is going to be there and is going to have a beautiful dinner tonight and like I wouldn't have ever thought that I'd be meeting people that I met through Instagram two years ago by just starting to answer questions and so that kind of is a long-winded answer into kind of where you know, starting the process of just trying to reach a goal, it might take you in a completely different direction that could be good, it could be bad, but it'll take you in a different direction that will help you learn along the way, it'll help you then kind of create new processes that will then take you in another direction. And there's just so many forks to these rows that can take you forward, and that's absolutely why you should take action today, not tomorrow, right now, in starting to do something that will take you one step forward. Now, that step might be Choosing the apple instead of the block of chocolate. It could be getting up and going for a run this morning rather than staying in bed. It could be choosing to go to the gym after work. It could be going to the local pawn shop and picking up a guitar and buying that guitar because you've always wanted to learn guitar. Whatever it might be, take action today on something that you've always wanted to do and just take one small step because you never know what that one small step might lead into and where it might take you. And so that's the first and foremost kind of thing that I believe that why you should kind of always never, ever, ever quit, but why you should try and always be bettering yourself. But the second one is that the sense of achievement that you get from achieving a goal, as I said, whether it's the goal that you originally set out to do or some other goal that kind of, I guess, um, presents itself along your pathway is an endorphin hit and dopamine hit that you can you can't get any other way and mental health being a huge um, issue these days and I really want to talk more on mental health and I want to get someone on that can talk into much more detail of it um, and I don't know who that would be just yet but it's something that I really do want to talk more on 
and share some stories and things like that, which would be great. Um, but mental health is becoming a, a huge factor um, in our society these days and lots and lots and lots of people um, in all demographics, in all socio-economic um, kind of status um, and across the world are starting to um, suffer deeply because of mental health issues. Um, and I th- I mean, this is a very simplistic uh, outlook and this is by no means the cause to those, but I think a lot of a lot of those issues can kind of be stemmed back from the fact that people are not taking action or in and having such inactivity in their lives in that they're not doing anything. They're not trying to better themselves. And there's obviously a multitude of reasons why people kind of get stuck in black holes. And I'm not here to say, well, just start running or just try and learn a new skill and you'll solve all your mental health issues. Absolutely not. But it's absolutely clear to me that people who are actively doing things, actively trying to better themselves, actively trying to push forwards and do these time and time again on the days that you don't want to as well as the days that you are really feeling motivated and want to do it, it will absolutely start taking you forward. And as I said, as you start kind of achieving goals and moving forward and you know opening new pathways and opening up you know potential channels to meet new people and do things in collaboration with other people and all those kinds of things, I think that kind of sense of achievement is huge. And that one was obviously a big one that I realized today. Um, and I'm now going to flip the switch and go back a little bit to October last year and talk about my journey of how how dark it got, but kind of, I don't want it to kind of seem like I was depressed or kind of in a really bad place, but I certainly was in a far worse off place than I can ever kind of really remember being in, in my kind of own health and well-being in my entire life. And there's probably a whole number of different reasons uh, for that. And I spoke about that uh, to some degree in the YouTube video that I released uh 10, 11 weeks now ago uh, that I entitled I Got Fat and I talked much about, much more about, I guess, the reasons to why my fitness and health and well-being dropped off and I used excuses like I had my surgery and then it was Christmas and then it was Easter and all these kind of excuses that I had kind of, I guess, fooled myself into kind of using into reasons to why I was inactive at that time. But it really does all stem back to my failed attempt at the half marathon sub 100 minute at Melbourne last year in the running uh, running festival then in October. And I was convinced that day that I was almost cheating on an exam in that if any of you have kind of really studied hard for a particular exam and you walk into that exam just knowing that you're just going to ace this exam, you know everything that's going to come up, you walk into that exam, you nail that exam, you come out of it feeling on top of the world. I had that feeling going into this run that I had done all the training. My times in training, it all suggested that I was going to run well under um, the 100 minute mark and that this was just basically a foregone conclusion. And I certainly didn't take it for granted on the day. I certainly knew there was still work to be done and I had to still go out on race day and make it happen. Um, but there was many circumstances and I was not alone. There was It was a very tough day on that day, but I didn't want to use that um, as an excuse to why I didn't uh, accomplish my goal on that day, but it was hay fever ridden. It was blowing a 40 kilometer hour uh, headwind. It was hot, much, much hotter at that time of year than I had been training in, but then Melbourne is used to it that time of year as well. And so 
there was all these factors that led to that just being a horrible day and I ended up doing I think it was a, a mid 140 it was like a 145 146 so I was you know, five or six minutes off and people and I had messages back then people saying you know you were so close you know you shouldn't beat yourself up about this and and while those messages are very kind um, and I, I certainly appreciate them that wasn't my goal I, I didn't come there to run a 145 I had come there to run a 139 um, and I was so convinced that I was going to do it that it really, really broke me. And um, again, anyone who had seen the kind of videos following uh, that particular run that I did on my Instagram page at that time, I was very distraught. I was in tears on the videos. Um, I was. It really kicked me in the guts, and it kicked me harder than I can ever remember. Um, having been kicked in the past, and I've played pretty high-level sport uh, being a tennis player in uh, my kind of early days, and I'd had a career-ending kind of injury um, during that time. Um, not to say I was going to be the next best Australian tennis player. But I was far from that, but I was a very good tennis player, and I certainly had aspirations to take it further. Um, but I had a career-ending shoulder injury, and um, I can even remember that feeling devastated, obviously, but this particular run was something else and it was a, like a deep mental kind of break, not a physical break and not anything else, but just this deep mental break. And I went into a big funk um, for quite some time and I tried to, you know, just motivate myself out of it and say, you know, I, I give the advice, just take action, get into it, you know, get going. And I tried that time and time again. And then about a month later, I was then admitted to hospital. I had to have my gallbladder uh, removed that had been an issue for many years, and so then I you and then I was told by the doctor I was not allowed to do anything for you know three to five weeks at least, completely no exercise, no running, no. And I had never been that inactive in my entire life. Like there's obviously been times where I've been um, less active, but I've never not done anything for you know the three to four weeks that um, I was told I had to be out, and that really then knocked me even further. I kind of. I was feeling just bleh and I hadn't been exercising. I was mentally a bit bleh and, you know, it's coming towards the end of the year and hours always drop off in business around the end of November and December. And so obviously I'm seeing those numbers go down and, and I know that happens every year, but it always kind of makes me um, kind of get a bit nervous, you know, obviously, um, you know my business is my income and you know if, if money's not coming in then and that's the obviously the pros and cons of running your own business in that sometimes when times are good there's money coming in when times aren't good there's not money coming in it's not a steady income and I feel nervous all the time that you know I'm, and this is not a I don't want this to come across as a chauvinistic type thing but you know I'm the man I'm meant to be there and support my family and my girls and um, I, I always get, you know, quite nervous when times start getting tough on my end of it. And, you know, my wife is, um, a very, very capable woman and she's, um, by far the breadwinner you know, uh, in our family. And I'm more than happy for that to be the case, but there's still that sense of responsibility that I have in that, you know, I'm meant to be there and be the supportive, um, arc of my family. And, um, when that's not happening, I certainly feel, you know, feel that burden as well and so there was that kind of it's Christmas time hours are dropping off I haven't exercised for a while I'm now told I'm not allowed to exercise for another four to six weeks and that sent me down even further and kind of coming to January and February I was feeling in a really dark place um, and after that October failed attempt at the half uh, marathon I I, I gave up on it. I, I just thought there's there's no way I can do this. Like I had put in everything I possibly could, and despite the fact that it was a really nasty set of circumstances and weather 
outcomes on that day. And everyone who I'd spoken to had said that, oh, yeah, they were four or five minutes off their, um, their best times and there was no one who was doing PBs on that day. Um, I, didn't, I didn't take any of that in. Um, I just expected that I should have achieved the goal I did. I did all the training and to not get that, I thought, well, I can't, have, I can't do any more. I can't do anything more in my training to see me actually achieve that goal. So I guess I'm never going to be able to do this sub 100. So what's the point? I give up. And while I kind of put on a brave face to the outside world and said, you know, I'll be back. I'll try again, you know. You know, never give up, just keep moving forward kind of thing. In, in my own head, I'd given up on that goal. And, um, you know, February, March kind of rolled on by at the start of this year. Um, and I was talking to a couple of people at the gym. And one of my clients who I run with every Sunday, and I've spoken about him on my Instagram stories again, guys, um, he said, yeah, I'm heading up to Gold Coast this year. You know, you, you want to maybe come up and we'll do the half marathon together. And in my head, I was asked, one, I don't want to go up to the Gold Coast. I don't want to go anywhere to kind of go and do a run, um, let alone try and go up there and you know put myself through that again. And not not only that, but have to put myself through the training. But I was speaking to um, Patrick at the gym. He's a colleague of mine. I know him from the industry. He's a myotherapist. Um, and he's also a very highly accomplished and trains a lot of um, high-level triathletes as well as weekend warriors and things like that. I said to him, I said, look, here's my training from last. I showed him you know, all the times I'd hit and what I'd done in the past and everything like that. I said, based on what you see and the amount of you know, athletes you see, can I run a sub 100? Like, is it possible? And he said, mate, you should be running a sub 90 based on what you're doing. He said, you've just got to harden the fuck up. Like he said, there's many times I can see in kind of your races and what you've done and kind of your training that you're basically just breaking down when shit gets tough. And so he says, what we, what all we need to do is put you into those tough situations as often as we possibly can in your training to see how you respond. And he said, the more you, you get, you're kind of using a boxing analogy, the more you get punched in the face, the more you will kind of learn to be punched in the face and keep moving forward. And so he said, let's start punching you in the face in training. And I can guarantee you, you will deal with that adversity better. He said, it doesn't stop hurting any less, but you just start to deal with it better. Um, and so that's when I basically uh, did that I Got Fat video and came very open and very honest with how I was at. It was about 11 weeks out from the Gold Coast Marathon Running Festival that I'm at right now. And I said, look, I got fat. I'm now five kilos overweight from where I need to be. In fact, I'm probably six or seven kilos overweight because I've lost a lot of muscle mass and put on a lot of fat mass. And so I need to do something and I need to do it now, and I'm going to go for this attempt of getting this sub-100 minute at the Gold Coast Marathon. And so I started training. Patrick wrote my program for me, um, and it was a super tough um, program, and a big change in that program was my Sunday run days have always been a slow, um, long run, which is what I've always been taught. It's in my, you know, in it's basically what's you know you do all of your hard efforts during the week, and then you slowly build your base over the weekend with a slow and long run. He said, "No, nah, fuck that. We're not giving you a slow long run on the weekends." He said, "We're gonna we're gonna push you hard in that. We're gonna have blocks of three k's, five k's, one k efforts. We're gonna have rolling tempos and all these different things." If you're very, if you want more information on kind of my running program, just send me an email. Contacts are my details are in below. I'm more than happy to talk more detail about the different kinds of runs and things like that that you should be including. But 
He basically wanted to put me into nasty situations that's going to make me hurt and see how I respond. And I can remember the moment. It was on week three, week two or week three. I can remember the moment, though. I had a 15K run, I think it was. Maybe been 15, 16K run that I needed to do. And there was a, a 2K warm-up. There was a 10K, like, hard section and then like a 3 or 4K kind of cool down. So it was, as I said, about 13, 14, 15K kind of in total. I did my 2K warm-up and then began this 10K hard section. And in my head, all I had was just get to that 12K because it would have been the 2K plus the 10K um, hard set. Get to that 12K mark. You've done your 10K at hard pace. And then you've got 3K to kind of get home. You can just kind of cruise at home. And I remember coming through that kind of 10k mark but the 12k in total um and and completing what i needed to complete for that day but getting to a point where i just was kind of almost getting to the same place i'd been at when i'd been in so many of my races i was hurting it's normally about that 12 to 14k where your body starts to really start to build that kind of byproducts that lactic acid your heart and lungs are burning your legs are starting to get heavy and it's normally where I start to break down a bit. I normally have to pull back off pace and it's where I start getting in my own head and going, well, you know, you failed again, you're already slowing down. And like I get very negative in my own headspace. And I remember stopping. I stopped and I screamed and I was in St Kilda at some point. And for any of the Melbourneites, you'll know where I was along the kind of um, shorefront there in St Kilda. And I screamed out loud and just yelled a big, fuck it, um, to myself and Anyone around probably would have just looked at what the hell is this guy screaming at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday kind of thing for. I'm sure there were some weird looks coming. I was in my own little world of pain and kind of um, only focusing on myself at the time. So I don't know what other people might have thought with me yelling that out. But at that moment, I had I had two decisions. I stopped and I never stop on training runs. Even if I have to slow down, I'll slow down, but I never stop. And I said, okay, I'm 3 or 4K from home right now. I've got two options here. I can just kind of, as Patrick, my you know um, running coach, then at this time now had said, he says that you just don't like getting kicked in the face, and he says you need to learn how to deal with it. He said, I said to myself at that point, I can either now accept this kick in the face and just kind of walk home with my tail between my legs, or I can get kicked in the face and I can stand back up, spit the blood out, and look at this person, you know, this image in my head, and say, all right, if that's all you've got. Well, I'm going to keep pushing forward. And I remember telling myself, okay, you've got one kilometer of jogging to get yourself back into a headspace where you're going to now nail the last 3K. It's normally meant to be a cool down period, but you're going to get back into race pace and you're just going to make your body hurt no matter what. And I did. I got back on my feet. I started running forward. 1K to kind of warm back into it. And then the last kind of 2 or 3K, I just put the motor um, back in, put the pedal to the metal or whatever that kind of terminology is, and just motored those last couple of Ks home. And I remember at that point then knowing that I can do this, and I came up with that mantra, pain will pass. And I've shared this with you guys uh, in my Instagram stories as well. But that mantra has stuck with me ever since that moment. And it was a couple of weeks later, I then actually did a sub 100 minute in my training. Um, again, I documented that. I did a 137 and 20 seconds. I smashed that um, 100 minute barrier by almost three minutes. Um, and 
that mantra, as I said, pain will pass, has now stuck with me. It is my mantra in my running when I'm doing hard intervals or whether I'm doing a long um, run on the weekends and I'm doing some hard sets in that long run. And when I get to races like today, there was probably, I could count at least 15 occasions in today's run where I was... I could just stop right now. I've done the sub 100. I don't need to do it in a race. I, I, I'm, I'm fine. I don't need to do this. But I just said, the pain will pass. This hurting that you're going through is only going to last. You know, the first time it was probably around the kind of 12, 13K mark. So I was like, you know, eight kilometers, nine kilometers from home. I'm saying, okay, at the kind of pace I'm running at, I'm only about... 35 40 minutes from home pain will pass like in the kind of grand scheme of your entire life this is but a dust in time 30 minutes what's 30 minutes pain will pass keep going and so i was able to kind of push down that pain factor for a little bit and then another you know a couple of minutes down the road you know i, I pass another k marker and i look at my watch and go geez i've got a lot of time to make up today because today's run was tough in that it was very wet. There was two big downpours today, um, and I haven't really raced in rain before. I've I raced in some, um, you know, I should say I haven't raced in any half marathons or marathons. I've raced many triathlons in rain, um, but they're much shorter runs usually. But um, I've never run 21K with soaking feet, um, which I was pretty much from the very outset. It was very wet. It was very heavy. Um, it was humid. And there was a lot of people. And so my first kind of six to seven K, I was way behind where I needed to be. And so from kind of seven to 12 K, I really needed to kind of put the foot down and get some time back into my, um, into my pocket. And when I got to that point, I was, I was hurting to try it because I had to make up that time. My feet are heavy. It's gone through two big um, rain pour, uh, downpours. I then turned back into a headwind. It just got really nasty um, today, but again, pain will pass and every time I kind of looked at that next K that would roll on by I'd, I'd get a little panicked because like oh, I've still got so much time to make up here I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it I then just said if you can hold this pace pain will pass you will get there and you'll just scrape in just keep moving forward just keep going and K after K after K after K I was just reeling people in all those people that I had been in the past who had gone out too fast, too hard, were now just falling backwards. I was the guy going past everyone that I remember in so many of my races in the past where I'm the one going backwards and seeing these people just streaming through. I'm like, I would love to be in that place at some point where you know I'm finishing a race hard, like faster than I went out in it. And my back 5K was faster than my first 5K by a mile and faster than any 5K in the entire race. And I was motoring home in the last kilometer. My lungs were screaming. My heart rate was in the 190s and I was in that kind of metallic in the taste, uh, taste in the mouth. I wanted to vomit. My legs were you know, just heavy concrete blocks, not only because they were soaking wet, but they were just cooked. And my last kilometer was a four minute and 22 second kilometer at the end of a half marathon. And I'm, as I went through that 21.1 kilometers and I got to click that watch and I looked down at my watch and it said a 139.44 and I had done it. And all of that pain and kind of effort and training and those mornings and everything like that, all of everything that I had done over the last three years to try and achieve this goal I had finally achieved this goal and I was so proud of myself and so happy for myself and um, 
and as I said, to kind of share this with you guys and to share this elation and this joy with so many of you. I could feel the joy in so many of the messages that I had come through to me today of congratulations on like you guys were so happy for me and that really really did make me feel very special and as again I say a big thank you to all of those messages and there was a number of you out on the course as well I heard I did hear the I heard plenty of let's goes let's go Adam I even heard a let's go no breakfast guy I did hear them. I didn't acknowledge them on the day because I was just in a world of pain and world of hurt myself. Um, but I can assure you, I did hear them and I thank you. And many of you have come forward as I'm recording this, as I said, in DMs today saying, I saw you today, Adam. I was cheering you in the you know the finishing shoot or I saw you today, Adam. I, I screamed out, let's go. Guys, I heard them all. I really do appreciate them. And to be out there and sharing this with you guys. And, and many of you have been at this, uh, at this running um, festival this weekend and I've had screenshots of you guys sending me through your pbs as well that you know you you were here doing your first half marathon or you did a sub two hour marathon a half marathon you were doing your first ever marathon and that just you know i'm so happy for so many of you guys and running is just one of those things that i've never been good at um i've gotten obviously better over time um but you know years of triathlon i was always a very strong swimmer because i come from a swimming background some running is something i love to do it's a meditation for me i love just getting out and enjoying my own headspace it's time away from the family as much as i love my girls i love just getting out and it's a great equalizer that there's not a person on this planet who can't go outside and run you know so many things these days cost us money and you know there's barriers to entry to be um, for so many of sports and you know they're kind of reserved for people who are wealthy and can kind of afford the equipment that you need and things like that but running there's people who run bare feet and i saw a number of people um today not in not in barefoot shoes you know those vibram or vibro shoes or whatever they are but people who actually run in no shoes whatsoever so there's that i wouldn't recommend it personally but like you don't need anything to just start running. And I love that fact that there's so many shapes, sizes, genders, ethnicities, socioeconomic status. It doesn't matter. Every single person that was out there today is equal and we're all out there doing our best, competing against ourselves and achieving our goals. And I love that fact that um, running can bring. And you know, at the end of the day, you are your own um I guess, opponent on the day. And every single time you put on those shoes, you get to choose who's going to win that battle today, whether you move forward and make progressions and beat you, your opponent, i.e. yourself, or whether that opponent beats you and you've got to come back next time bigger, stronger, better, and try and better yourself once again. Each and every single run gives you that opportunity and you wipe the slate clean every single time. And while I failed on my October attempt last year and I genuinely had given up on it and I'm so glad I didn't kind of give up on it and I came back and gave it another go and here I am having this podcast and telling you that I achieved it and I can, I hope, inspire someone, one person, two people, a hundred people, I don't care, but as long as one of you guys listening to this podcast today, if you have given up on a goal, if you then decide, you know what, Adam did it, 
I'm going to do it. I'm going to start again. I'm going to try again. I'm going to push forward again. I'm going to put in that effort again. I know it's going to be hard, but I'm going to do it anyway. If one of you today walk away with that message and start chasing your goals again and achieve your goals, whether that you achieve that goal in the next week, month, year, decade, I don't care. I'd love to hear from you whenever you may achieve that goal to say, you know what, Adam, that podcast you did is what was the catalyst for me to move forward and actually go and achieve my goals again. And I did it. Here I am achieving my first ever marathon, achieving learning the guitar, achieving quitting my job and starting my my dream bakery or whatever it might be that you've always wanted to do. And it's what was a catalyst for you. That would be a, an amazing uh, message that I'd love to um, receive. And so the moral of this all, again, guys, and if you're still listening to me, I really appreciate listening to me 40 minutes in. Um, the moral of it is, is just never, ever, 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 ever give up on trying to move yourself forward and better yourself and achieve a goal in life. As I said, you may have a certain goal and you just start moving forward and putting processes in place and those processes actually steer you in a different direction and you achieve something else or it opens up a new pathway and that kind of opens your eyes to other possibilities, whatever it might be. You are going to get kicked in the teeth. You're going to doubt yourself. You're going to have people in life doubt you and tell you that this is a waste of time and that you shouldn't be doing this. One, get rid of them out of your life. But for two, don't listen to them. Don't listen to yourself. Just keep moving forward, doing something today that will better you tomorrow. No matter what it is, never, ever, ever give up. And I can promise you that it then basically just becomes a matter of time when you achieve your goal. As long as you keep putting in that effort, your goal might you might want to achieve your goal in 12 months, but it might take you 12 years. The fact is, if you never give up, though, it's just a matter of time of when you achieve that. You just have to keep putting in that effort. Day in, day out, move yourself forward, move that chess piece one piece forward, and just keep moving yourself forward. And I promise you, all of that will be worth it, because when you can sit there and look back and as I said, whether it's a journey of three three weeks, three months, three years, three decades, you'll look back at all of that time, energy, and effort that you put in, and it will be all worth it. Every single tear, heartache, early morning, late night, whatever it is, will absolutely be worth it. And I can assure you that the fact that you went through those hard times makes that kind of achieving of the goal so much better and so much more kind of rewarding and fulfilling for you. And so, guys, I really do, again, appreciate you listening in today and hearing my ramblings. And I just wanted to get this podcast out. And I'm so glad that this can be a positive podcast for you. Um, As I said, there was a couple of times in this run today where I was like, I just don't think I can do this. I don't think I can keep going. But as I said, that mantra, pain will pass. And I think that can be applied to so many situations in life. And I want you to apply this one as well, guys. Pain will pass. Just keep moving forward. And I promise you that that pain that you're going through now will absolutely be worth it for the elation and the fulfillment and the empowerment that you feel when you achieve your goals through all the hard times that you're going through now. So again, I really appreciate you listening in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast today. Again, Give it a screen capture, share it to your uh, Instagram page or share me a picture of you listening to this podcast or just send me a DM and say that this was of value to you in a certain way. I always love hearing from you guys. And again, guys, I really appreciate the time, energy and effort that you put into me. I really do um, you know, f- get fuel from it and I, uh, I 
I what's the word I'm I I get a lot from it. So, um, guys, I really appreciate you tuning in yet again. This has been another episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'm really trying to organise a couple of uh, guests over the next few. I know I've been the the um, I guess the sole person talking on these podcasts over the last couple of weeks, but I'm really trying to line up a couple of guests over the next couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure I've got a nutritionist lined up. We're going to talk about supplementation and things like that and how you can kind of um, eat your best way to kind of uh, get the best out of your diet. Um, I'm really trying to get an Olympian on board, a dual Olympian that is. Um, I'm just trying to figure out uh, that. And there's a couple of others there in the works that I'm just trying to sort out at the moment, guys. But um, thanks for tuning in yet again. I wish you all well. Have a lovely day. I'm going to go enjoy a lovely big dinner at this incredible Italian restaurant up here at the Gold Coast called Mario's. So if you've been there, You'll know how good this place is. I can't wait. And I'm going to get so much food, so much ice cream, and this is going to be one big celebratory dinner. So again, guys, I love you all. I wish you well. Have a lovely week. I'll speak to you again next week. As always, catch you later. Ciao.